itself. The promise that I issue to you is that by one o'clock today, you will know more than you do now. LBC 97.3 Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. Three minutes after 12. I'd like to make that promise every day, every hour. Isn't that a song? Every day, every hour, every day, every hour? No, anyway, I digress. This is Mystery Hour, where I can make the guarantee that by one o'clock today, if you listen to what follows, you'll know more than you do now. Why? Well, because for a start, you can ring in and ask something you don't know and get an answer to it, but a slightly less involved level, you can listen to uh, countless other people do the same and benefit from the responses we receive. It's like the radio equivalent of the newspaper columns, the Q&As, the notes and queries, where people write in and uh, ask for help with a who, a why, a what, a wherefore, a whence, a whither. Why do we do that? Where does that come from? What's that? for uh i've seen something that i don't understand uh, I've got, we, we've done everything from astrophysics and i'm not exaggerating check out the archive at lbc.co.uk you can move from the truly serious which is often scientific sometimes historical right through to the downright silly of which my all-time favorite probably remains the bloke who rang in and said james why don't islands float away and i said well um let me ask you to imagine a mountain so he went yeah and i went and now put the mountain in a bath if you can do that and he went yeah and i went and now turn on the taps and he went oh my god i can't believe how stupid i've just been i said what do you do do you mind if i ask what you do for a living (laughs) is it only me and jones that remember this or do you remember this as well i said what do you mind if i ask what 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 i do what you do for a living goes i'm a i'm a doctor james And then the bloke who asked, why do people only wear one bicycle clip? I just very gently explained the design of a bicycle and the location of the chain. So you can have the silly ones, but usually when you ask them, people don't realise that they are silly. The serious ones are easier to identify. And, of course, the point is, if you hear someone else ask a question to which you know the answer then you ring in with that answer. The number remains the same throughout. 08456060973 is the number to call, whether you've got a question or an answer. And that's really it. Unfortunately, I can't do Mystery Hour via text or email. We have tried and tried and tried to find a way of... um, sort of launching it on twitter i'm on twitter at mr james ob but because it's all about the exchange we haven't yet come up with a really successful way of twitterfying mystery hour but we will it's all about patience and in the first instance it's all about your questions so ring me with one now i've got one phone line free quite rare for six minutes after 12 on a thursday if you're quick you might be able to grab it if you don't get through immediately judicious use of redial because we don't turn over calls at anything like the rate we do during mystery hour for the rest of the week you will if you're clever with your redial you will get through colin is in gants hill colin what's your question James, the yes. other week I was out at my hanging baskets. I got two big hanging baskets at the front of the house this is, with yes. trailing petunias, big, soft, fleshy leaves. Oh, lovely. And I was deadheading them. Oh, yes. And noticed a white shape hidden amongst the leaves. Really? And uh, I thought it was a kid's ball or whatever. Yeah. Took it out. It's an entire bird's egg. How big was it? Standing on end, pointed end down. Yeah. And well, almost invisible because it's between leaves. But nothing has broken all the leaves. So um, I presume that a bird has <laughs> been a bit egg-bound or whatever. Yes. 
landed on my hanging skits and flew. I've never seen a bird. I've never seen this happen before. So my question is, what sort of bird might have laid an egg in my hanging basket and gone away and deserted it? Well, he, he might not. Have, he might have been just waiting to come back. But you've blooming <laughs> that's eggy side. Absolutely, you've killed it, his it, baby. It's a white egg, James. It's about two thirds of the size of a hen's egg. It could be a no. It couldn't be not if it's in your hanging basket. Well, I've just got hens, and the, when they first—I was wondering if you had a broody one available. When they first start <laughs> laying, the, the hens, uh, the eggs are smaller than the ones that you're used to. They sort of—they need well, a bit of war- they need a bit size, of warming then. up. But then again, if I asked you to lay an egg, you'd probably start small. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll leave aside that interesting genetic development. It's a. Je- I mean, you haven't cracked it or anything like that. No, you? I haven't cracked it. In fact, I've. I've Giving it to the little girl next door but one who's oh, looking lovely. after it in the shoebox for Aww. me and going to see if, in fact, we can find out w- what the well, let's, I, I tell you what, I, I will crack this for you, Colin. Thank you very much. Very Colin. welcome. It's 0845 It's a bit like if my peacock laid an egg in your garden, who would it belong to? If, if a bird laid an egg in Colin's hanging basket, what bird do you think it might be? 0845. We need David Lindo to help us with that. He might know the urban birder who I went out with in, uh, on, on Wormwood Scrubs last week and uh, took a microphone with me. I, 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 it might be hard to sell to you this, but we had an absolutely fantastic time. Bird watching in the middle of London. I saw a kestrel on the wing with a vole in its talons. And I saw it swoop and catch the vole immediately. So we're going to play that out next week for you. And uh, and I really can't exaggerate or emphasise enough how enjoyable I found it. If my enjoyment is in any way contagious or communicable, you will love listening to that. So when you hear me mentioning it and trailing it, don't go, what do you mean bird watching? Just go, oh, I'll give that. I've got to keep an open mind. And we might be able to find out what sort of bird might have laid an egg in Colin's hanging basket. Roland is in Leavesden. Roland, question or answer? Question, James. Yes. I want to know why, when you jump off small heights, maybe a couple, two or three feet, why do you shout Geronimo? Well, that's and quite... what does Geronimo shout when he jumps off things? No, 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 no. That's a silly <laughs> supplementary. We're not accepting <laughs> it that. It was. It was, yes. It was, what's, what's G in the, in, the, in the phonetic alphabet? Golf. Uh, golf. Do you think it was ever Geronimo? No. Oh. Well, what, seeing as it... It's a J rather than a G sound. You're on fairly thick ice, aren't you, with that, <laughs> with that sceptic? Yeah. Could you say, Geronimo? It's because it's got a nice, oh, sound at the end. They could, they could have had anything else, like, uh, here we go. It had to have a word with an oh on the end for when you actually jumped out of the plane. But why Geronimo? Exactly. We'll find out for you. Thank you, sir. Well, I say that. I hope we will. Lee's in Windsor. Lee, question or answer? Hello, mate. It's a question. Go on. It's just a quick one. Um, pulling, you're pulling my leg. Yes. Where does the term come from, you're pulling my leg? That's a nice question, and this is not your fault, but I don't want any more questions about origins of words or phrases. We're supposed to limit ourselves to one a week. Um, okay. uh, but I like this Keep one, pulling. because it, you know, cause swinging the lead is what I do now. I say swinging the lead yeah. instead of pulling your leg. That can be a question for another week. But, but pulling yeah. your leg... Why would pulling it mean telling someone a pork pie? Telling someone pork a pork pie or joking or yeah, you know, just you pulling your leg. Pulling, I'm only pulling your leg. I'm only pulling your leg. Pulling your leg. Doesn't, I really can't. Puppets. No, you're on. I like that. I hope we can get you an answer. In fact, I'd be amazed if we don't. I should stress you're not allowed to look anything up. The whole point about uh, 
mystery hour is that it, it's a it's a search engine free zone it's a reference free zone it's a it sounds a little po face but it's anything but trust me if, if you're new to this it's just a celebration of knowledge and education in a, in a in an age in an era where everything is at the end of a fingertip or a keyboard uh, or a smartphone this is this is actually a celebration of stuff that we know the old-fashioned way because it's filed away in our memory banks for whatever reason usually i'll ask why it is filed away in your memory banks but it, 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 it there's no point looking up and ringing in anyone could do that and it works on trust and even though i say so myself it works rather well on trust ah, i wish i could say the same about the puns that have come in in response to colin's question um uh, one is actually rather good all the ones saying it's no yoke james is ridiculous the one i rather like is this one james you should never move an unhatched bird's egg someone should tell colin earth uh, earth french for it probably works better in print darren's in wimbledon darren question or answer a uh, question james yes mate right what do sheep have to be shorn every year well, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure sheep can be categorised thus. I mean, it depends on the breed. Some sheep do, some sheep don't. Well, the thing is, I mean, I, on my many travels, I, I, I presume there's shearing sheep now, because I've seen a lot of sheep that don't have wool on them. Yeah. And then I've seen certain sheep that do have wool on them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, do they need to be shorn or don't they need to be shorn? And if so, do they have to be done year after year? Because does the wool expand on its body? by not shearing every year. So it would end up looking like the sort of grizzly Adams of the sheep world, or, 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 or like a sort of sheep equivalent of Roald Dahl's twits, and it would just have things living in it. So presumably what humankind has done is, is breed and evolve and genetically select them in a way that has encouraged wool growth so that you can shave them every year. But, uh, I, well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I don't know if there'll be a comprehensive answer to that, but I'll, I'll stick it out there for you. Great, thank you very much. You're on, thank you. It's 30 minutes after 12. It's LBC 97.3. Two origins. Why, why do we shout Geronimo when we're jumping out of a plane? And what is the origin of the phrase pulling your leg as a sort of synonym for kidding you or uh, or selling you a line? Um, if, if Colin found an egg in his hanging basket, which indeed he did, what sort of egg might it be and what's it doing in his hanging basket? And do you have to shear your sheep every single year? David's on the A406. It's very specific. Hello, David. Question or answer? Uh, it's a question, Jim. Go on, mate. The other day, my little girl said to me, Dad, why is it when you put salt on a slug that it melts? It's acid, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, so well, it's NaCl, the chemical symbol for salt. It's so sodium chloride, NaCl, to which you add H2O... So you end up with, uh, I think you end up with hydrochloric acid. Mm, okay. Why, why, why are you sounding sceptical? It might not know. Hydrochloric is H2SO4. Is there an acid with sodium in it? So, by sodium, there must be. It's, well, look, you turn it into an acid. It's an acid. Salt's an acid. Why, why, yeah. why is everyone looking at me like I've taken leave of my senses? Yeah, but it was my little girl that asked me the question, so surely she should get an answer from somebody else apart from you, James. <sighs> Well, that's me told. All right. I'll see what I can do. Talk about, ingra <laughs> talk about ingratitude. If it turns out right, I'm having half the round of applause. Why does salt melt slugs? Do you have to shear your sheep every year? What does pulling your leg mean? Or rather, where does it come from? We know what it means. Why do we shout Geronimo when jumping from a height? And what could the egg in Colin's hang hanging basket possibly be? It's And should he have left it there to hatch? 12.15. Thank you. 
LBC 97.3, London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien. Eighteen minutes after twelve, this is LBC 97.3, and hardcore Mystery Hour listeners have got a bit of a treat coming, I think. One that I should have, if I can't believe that I've missed it. It goes to show how long it is before we indulge this particular enthusiasm. Back in the mists of time when Mystery Hour first began, there was a scientific process which I used as an answer to almost every scientific question asked. It was astonishing how often it was right. That'll teach me to stop <laughs> doing things because I think they've got tired. Adam's in Hoban. Adam, question or answer? Answer, James. Go on, Adam. It's the pulling of the leg. It goes oh, yeah. back to, to when people were being hung. Really? And to make sure that they were hung and dead, they used to grab on their legs so they weren't pulling a fast one. They used to give a tug on their legs and have a little swing. So it's sort of got reversed then. So the person pulling the leg is making sure that the other person is telling the truth rather than... That's right, yeah. Rather than the person having their leg pulled being... Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, and and I th- isn't there another way as well? I, I, if you were still alive, then hanging onto the legs would finish off the job. Would finish you off, yeah. I think you've just gone definitive. How did you know that? What are your qualifications? Have it's you ever been a hangman? Call... <laughs> no, there's plenty of people I've lots of hung those. Yes. Um, it's in a book called Red Herrings and White Elephants, and oh, it I gives like you that. loads and loads of different phrases of where everything comes from in the English language. Oh, that's lovely, and you've remembered it. I, I, you're not allowed to use that again. Okay. I'll miss you, Harry. Are, are, are you, he's got, only allowed one. Otherwise, you'd probably be able to answer a stunning number of, of the... Thank you No, thank you, mate. That's a round of applause. Take it to the bank. Ashley's in Basildon. Ooh, we've yeah, had mate. this. Yeah, I'm good. I, it's not your fault, but we must have answered this one about six million times. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll we'll, go we'll for it, it anyway. Go on, we'll do it again. When, when you're in the bath, how come it's only your feet and your hands will go wrinkly? And not the rest of your body. That's correct. Because that's where the skin is thickest. Yeah, I, I, I did gather that, but, I mean, you do get rough skin on the palm of your hands and also on um, on your forearm and that sort of thing. It's not as thick on so, your forearm as it is on your hand. So the stuff well, is going to come into constant contact with other things is where you'll have the thickest skin, like pads on an animal's paw. So it, it, it's the thickness of the skin when the... I think it might be... Is it the same chemical... Pro- is it? This, I think it is, isn't it? Oh no, I can't. I can't. Actually, I can't answer this without spoiling the <laughs> the treat that's coming up on the on the slug question. Oh no! <laughs> I, it's to do, do with a chemical reaction. Then I take it. Yeah, a biological yeah, okay. reaction. A biological react. Just stick around for the. You're not busy, are you? You're going to listen to the slug no. answer. Yeah, definitely. When you get the slug answer, that will explain your answer as well. But I can't. I don't want to jump the gun on it because we haven't got the organist ready. Melinda is in Westminster. Question or answer, Melinda? Question. Yes. <laughs> Goodness me. I can't understand. <laughs> I, we're going to have to come back to you, Melinda. My apologies. I, I, I can't understand what you're saying. 0845 Norm's in Torquay. Norm, question or answer? Uh, it's an answer. Go on, Norm. Hey, I'm um, driving to Torquay on the M4, and I uh, heard your question about the snail. Or oh, the, um, slug, the, the slug, the slug, the slug, 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 yeah. Well, true. So the, slug, the reason the slug um, basically sprinkles salt is called osmotic pressure. And what you're basically doing is creating um, a, a situation where the fluids from the snail's skin 
flows to the salty area where you're sprinkling the salt, thereby dehydrating the soil and, and slug, and the slug dies. I, 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 I mean, I hope you have a nice time in Torquay. Is, is this the first time you've listened to my program, Norm? No, no, we listen in the States all the time. My wife is from Woodford, and we listen to you uh, oh, lo- all the time, James. Oh, that's just, lovely. Uh, I'm just over here visiting. Oh, I'm p- fantastic that you've got involved. So, you, oh, I, yeah. I don't know if you've been listening long enough to know the significance of what you've just said. I sense you don't know the significance of what I, you've just said. I don't know the significance. What is it? Well, if I asked you to... to you say osmotic pressure... And you're yeah. quite right, and 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 you've gone definitive. But if if you had to put that in one word, the word would be uh, uh, hydraulic gradient. No, 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 uh, one word. Just drop the pressure. It's called the process. Is called. Oh no! Norm doesn't know what's going on. Thank you, Kate. No, hang on. I haven't finished yet. <laughs> and 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 uh, uh, while you're here, you know yeah. when you know when hands and feet get wrinkly in the bath. Absolutely. What what causes that? Um. Oh, James, I might have been stopped on that. I think it might be similar type of situation where the, the salt. I, I, I think it is. I think it's it's a liquid of a of a, of a high concentration passing through a semi permeable membrane into a liquid of a low concentration. Exactly Otherwise correct. known, Norm, on both sides of the Atlantic as osmosis. And if if like Norm, you're not familiar with that old joke from the early days of mystery i thank you for your indulgence there, there was a time norm when i tried to answer every scientific question with the word osmosis and i got about a 50 percent <laughs> success rate well at least it worked in these two instances it, indeed you. it did and it's earned you this you've got to get back to the road i can tell you <laughs> how many more meaningless sound effects do i have to endure great work norm bob's in ashford bob question or answer it's an uh, i think it's an answer james and hello first of all hello bob um, what, what, go on the eggs buried in uh, a hanging basket or yes. egg. Yeah. Now we 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 feed uh, the foxes every night with eggs. We put them out for the foxes, and we f- and uh, we find them buried in the very very strange places. And it's either foxes burying them or squirrels burying them. But, well, it won't be a Not fox. A, but, it was in a hanging basket. Well, I tell you. Well, this is why I say it could be foxes or squirrels burying them because we found them in very strange places. Go on, what's the strangest of, place you found an egg? Well, well on, a, on, a, on a ledge, like on a, on a windowsill in a, in, in a pot with alpines in, and I was digging out uh, some stuff, and there was an egg in there, unbroken. But, well, I mean, egg. you leave eggs out. I don't think Colin does. Yeah, but the, if it's a, if the fox may fight, an egg might have fallen out of the tree, unbroken, they'll pick them up, or a squirrel will, could, could pick them up, and they will, they will bury them for later on. So no, no, but I can't think of any bird that's going to actually bury an egg in a in a hanging basket. Well, it wasn't buried underground; it was just under foliage. It was. It could have been. I, I, oh, you see? Yeah. Well, I didn't realize what he said. Buried. I thought it was actually buried. See, if you'd run out in any other hour of the week, any other mm. hour of the week except this hour, you know what I'd do now. No, I can't. I, 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 well, I wouldn't play Hallelujah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I would do now is say, Bob leaves our eggs for his foxes. Do we approve or disapprove? Oh, eight, four, five, six, and the phones yeah, well, would well, ring well, off the blinking hook, it's, mate. What are you thinking of? They're well, vermin. They're, they're, they're free-range eggs and organic. <laughs> it's not the eggs I'm worried about. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm, they're I'm, not. 
And foxes aren't vermin, but let's not go down that no, route. No, exactly, because it's not that hour. It's, it's any no, other no, hour no, of the week that we would go down that route, so we won't, will we? But, I mean, it's, it's, I, mean I, I, I find it very strange, because the eggs sometimes, you know, are buried in strange places, and they're big hen's eggs as well. I, so I, 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 I like it, and it's a, you, you know, I've learned from you, but I, I, I'm mm. not going to give you a round of applause, because I, okay. I, well, cause it's theoretical, and I, I think, uh, first glance, I'm going to wait and see if we get any bird-based answers. In a, in a, in, in, given the choice... Given the choice, I'd always prefer a bird. Melinda is in Westminster. Melinda, what's your question? Hi, James. Hello, that's better. Um, I've got a question. Good. Uh, when someone says that they can smell the rain, yeah. what is it that they can smell? Oh, I like that question. Because you can, I can as well. Like, I, I can sense it's about, it's almost like quite an earthy smell, isn't it? It uh, must be it something to do with the moisture in the air, maybe f- making the, the earth smell more. But well, we'll get that on. What is the smell they can smell? Can you smell it? I can, yes. yes. Everyone can. It's a lovely smell. It is a lovely smell. It's a sort of re- Hang on, Jones the Engineer is speaking. Ah, 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 everyone be quiet. Everyone be quiet. Jones the Engineer is about to speak. He said... Do you know what he said, Melinda? What did he say? He said, especially in the summer when it hasn't rained for ages. Really? I don't know what he's talking... I don't know what <laughs> he's talking about. I just wanted to share that so that you could bear some of the burden I have to endure on a daily... Every time, a little voice tweeting in my my headphones. That's the sort of banality that... It, especially in the summer when it hasn't rained for ages. When you can smell rain, what is it you can actually smell, given that it hasn't started raining yet? Jeremy's in Wimbledon. Jeremy, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Marvellous. What is it? The Geronimo question. Yeah. <clears throat> Geronimo was a very warlike and fierce Red Indian chief. Indeed. And during the Second World War, a United States Marine colonel decided that if his men shouted, Geronimo, as they jumped out of the car, out of the car, out of the aeroplane. Yes, no, don't do anybody listening to this. Don't, don't try this at home. Stay in the car. Stay in the car and whisper Geronimo. <laughs> but how do you don't know? What are your qualifications? I like this. So it became a sort of a, 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 a pumping up process, a process of a war cry, a war cry. A war cry from a war chief, yes. Uh, what are your qualifications? How do you know this? Her Majesty the Queen, God bless her, taught me to parachute. And the regiment in which I served did a couple of joint exercises with the United States Marines. That's a pretty comprehensive answer. Indeed, I'd go so far as to say it was definitive, which means it's earned you this. Great work, Jeremy. Yee-haw. <laughs> I tell you what, it, that's a process, if you will, of verbal osmosis. With those American phrases becoming part of your very English vocabulary. It's uh, coming up to half past twelve. Gary and Croydon's got a question, but I, I, at first glance, I, I, I'm not sure... It, you, do you know it hasn't got an answer, Gary, or are you genuinely curious about this? I don't actually know if it has an answer, which okay. I thought was going to stump you. Because I know Conan, you like ask the question. Ask the question quick. Okay. Everything we see is made of matter, atomic. Matter. Well, you know, matter. Matter. You know, yeah, matter. You're going to run out of time. Quick, get what the question out. What is the atomic structure of a shadow? No, it doesn't have one. It's 12.29. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC 97.3. My round of applause, please. <laughs> time is just approaching half past 12. This is LBC 97.3. I'm James O'Brien. More Mystery Hour after this. 
LBC 97.3. Call 0845 606973. Text 84850. Tweet at LBC 973. This is London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien. 31 minutes after 12, you're listening to LBC 97.3. How gratified to know how many people retain that affection for that biological process by which a fluid passes from an area of high concentration to an area of low concentration through a semi-permeable membrane. I won't say the word because the organist will just get carried away again and once he starts, it's almost impossible to shut him up. Um, questions still in need of answers. When you can smell rain before it starts, it's a, I think it's a, a, an aroma with which we're all familiar. What is it you are actually spe- smelling? 08456060973. I don't think that the egg in Colin's hanging basket was uh, put there by a fox or a squirrel. I could be wrong. I know that squirrels and foxes can't lay eggs before the pedant's monkey get carried away, but they clearly stash them for later. As a, on Springwatch last night, there was a mink stashing baby kingfishers for later. Um, so uh, we still need to know what that egg might have been. Origins of Geronimo we've done. Pulling your leg we've done. Do you have to shear a sheep every year? And why does salt kill slugs or melt slugs? We've done as well. It means there's room for a few more questions. Serene is on the Old Kent Road. Serene, qu- question or answer? Question, Jane. That, uh, yeah, go on, Serene. Okay, I was just wondering, why is it when you put a sheltered ear, you can hear the ocean? It's not the ocean you can hear. No, yes, they say you hear sounds of the no, ocean. No, I know they do, but it's not the ocean, is it? It's just a sort of no. diff, sort of background noise. It's, 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 yeah, all right. I, I, I kind of think I know the answer to that, but I can't get it out in time. Okay, then. It's, it's something to do with bells and resonance and, and sonic frequencies bouncing off the... That's not going to convince you, is it, Serene? No, honey, I need to be definitive. Yeah. All right, I, I'll, I'll stop now. I'll get, I'll, get, I'll get you the answer you need, I promise. Thank you for being so <laughs> indulgent. Have a great day. Let's get Serene the answer she wants while Miller in Stratford-upon-Avon, talking about Shakespeare in the first hour of the programme, gives us question or answer, Miller. Uh, it's a question, please. Go on. Um, I buy lots of uh, pop from a certain supermarket. Yeah. And it used to be sold in... Um, um, cardboard cartons, which you could recycle. Now they've started selling it in plastic covering, which can't recycle. And with all this saving the world and all sorts of recycling going on i wondered why they've changed packaging I, you, you'll forgive me I, I mean i've tempted you here all the way from staffordshire you, you'll forgive me for saying this is not it's, it's not the most scintillating question we've ever handled on mystery hour no, I know. but but it I is clearly one that's troubling you it is and that's what we are here for what pop is it that you <laughs> is it an own brand pop that you buy from the, you're allowed to tell me what supermarket it is it's uh, morrison's and is it an own brand pop no what no pop, pop? it's um it can be Coca-Cola or... I don't understand. When you say it comes in... Oh, it comes in cardboard... It used to come in a cardboard tray, so you'd buy several yeah. cans, and now yeah. it just comes in, in sort of... comes in uh, plastic. Well, plastic. No, it's like just cheap. Plastic cans. It, 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 you, a, you can recycle plastic, and B, it's cheaper. Yeah, but it says on it, not recyclable. Well, let's scratch A and concentrate on B. It's cheaper. There's no laws in place about recycling and, and environmentally friendly packaging, so they've clearly worked out they can do it more cheaply by... And it's that shrinking plastic, isn't it? It's the stuff that you... They will have shrunk it with heat to make the package tight and secure. Yeah. 
Are you saying I can recycle it? Uh, no, no, not if it says you can't. <laughs> I'm just saying the reason they've done it is because it's cheaper. So look on the okay. bright side, you're paying less for your pop. Look on the okay. downside, you're killing the planet. Right. OK. Happy drinking. Thank you. 25 to 1. Round of applause for me, I think, Jones. Thank you. Ah, oh, if you build it, he will come. I told you about David Lindo a couple of weeks ago. You're going to hear a lot more from him next week as you uh, hear an account of our exciting foray into Wormwood Scrubs. He is the urban birder and he is on the line now. David, thank you. Hello, James. How are you, sir? Very well indeed. Did you hear the question or do you need me to run it by you again? I think you need to run it by it again, Ash. Someone, a little bird, told me about the question, actually, <laughs> but I didn't hear it. And you, you weren't tuned in, you you rap scallion. I was having a shower. That's my excuse. That'll do. Colin rang in. He, I forget where he rang from. Might have been Gantz Hill, but that's irrelevant. He, he's got two hanging baskets, David. He was deadheading his petunias just the other day, and he found an egg about two thirds of the size of an average hen's egg in his hanging basket. What do you think is going on? What colour was it? First of all, it, it was white. Okay, well, I reckon my thought is that it could be an errant uh, pigeon's egg. It could be a collared dove, it could even be a fowl pigeon, but most, most likely co- collared dove, perhaps. Because they do sometimes lay eggs in weird places, almost as if they were dying to sort of lay an egg and just drop it anywhere they can. But funnily thing. enough, that's not a million miles away from what his own theory was, but he didn't know what bird it might be. Yeah, because um, if, if it had been a, 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 a blue tit or a great tit, their eggs are kind of speckly. Had it been a song thrush... Then yeah. their legs would have been blue. So and I, smaller. Imagine smaller, absolutely. So I, I reckon it's the collared dove. What about Sea Living Ant, do you know? I think it was in Ant's Hill. Where did Colin live, Luce? Was it the f- first caller of the day? It was, I think, I, did, 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 I mean, every, it doesn't matter, does it? There's collared doves and pigeons well, everywhere. Well, collared doves, uh, in London, uh, collared doves tend to be suburban birds. You don't yes. really get them so much in the centre of town. But got them um, in Chiswick. I reckon it's collared dove. That's, okay. my, that's my theory. And, and why in the, in the hanging basket? Just because when you've got to go, you've got to go. It's almost the case, yeah, I mean... So he wouldn't have been coming back to it? She wouldn't have been coming back to it or or trying to, uh... Possibly, I mean, um, they make very flimsy nests and they also nest in some weird places. Someone sent me a photograph the other day of a a collar dove nesting in a lantern. Really? um, You know, in full view of everyone. So they they do kind of nest anywhere and they also nest all year round. It's not as if it's a... I mean, they obviously sort of have a summer breeding season but they also nest all year round anyway, so... It could be a sounds pretty definitive to me. I know what your qualifications are. Everyone else will know next week when we play out our, uh, our bird-watching trip together. If people want to find out more about you or, or, or what it is you do, David, um, remind us of, the, of your website address, because it's a brilliant website. Oh, thank you. Um, it's uh, www.theurbanbirder.com. And the long and short of it is, I'm all about trying to get people to look up and notice wildlife even in the centre of town. And and you did it with me. And I, I've already spoiled the surprise by telling everybody of some of the stuff that we saw. But the, but, but oh. my, my excitement was palpable and my gratitude to you needs to be expressed once more. So thanks for taking me Thank out. You, and I, I better give you a heads up in case you're in the shower when we actually play out our bird-watching trip together. Great. I'll Thank do you. that. No, you take care. And this is for you. Thank you, James. I didn't know that was even going to happen. Fantastic fella. Uh, Chris is in Chelmsford. Chris, question or answer? I've got an answer for you, James. Go on. It's the rain question. The reason you can smell the rain is you're not actually smelling the rain. What, what's happening is you're smelling the rain further away as it's reaching you and it's releasing kind of chemicals and surfacants, mainly trapped on buildings and roads, which is why it smells always quite pavementy when you smell it. Earthy. Notice all, 
Yeah, earthy, and it's basically you. You won't smell the rain, rain once it's raining either. You think about that. So the earth uh, is. So the so the rain is nearby. It's dislodging dust, and and, exactly. and so. Oh my God, Jones was right. So it is particularly more powerful when it hasn't rained for a long time. Unfortunately, it's not an osmosis answer, but yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, oh, it's, no. it's, you're releasing stuff. This, this is why in the summer it smells stronger because uh, you tend to have drier periods and it releases more well, of this is it. chemical so, oh, traps. No. So he was absolutely bang on the money. Yeah. You're not actually smelling the rain. You can't smell the white rain once What it's are raining. your qualifications, Christopher? It's, there's no real qualifications, James. Well, don't it's say it like that. You make the rest <laughs> of us sound stupid. No, 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 no. no. It's, not, it's, it's not like that. It's, it's something we used, to, we used to sit around in groups and discuss things like this, and this came up many, many times, and it always came back to the same answer. It's lovely. And basically, I've got a nose as well, so I know, I know it's, what I, And it's, it's one of those beautiful answers that, that no one will forget now, because it will just be sown in the mind, and every time that smell occurs every time that sensation happens everyone will remember if not you chris then they'll remember me so that's the next best thing oh well thanks for taking the credit <laughs> <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> great Thank stuff you. and uh i owe jones an apology sorry jones you were right what's that saying about stopped clocks can anyone can anyone please Martin's in Tottenham. Mar- oh, I've got a couple of phone lines for you. We've got room for more questions, actually. 0845 6060 Answers still looking for include um, that old chestnut about the sea uh, uh, in the in the seashell. What's that sound you hear when you hold a seashell to your ear? Do you have to shear a sheep every year? How often do you have to shear a sheep? And I, I've got another one written down. I can't read my own writing. I apologise. We'll come back to that in a moment. Martin's in Tottenham. Martin, question or answer? Question. Come on, then. When they star, all the biggest ones, anyway, when they implode, they leave behind a black hole, yeah? Oh, no. How comes that black hole has got the same mass as the star oh. that it imploded from, but oh. yet the star sucks in, like, uh, the black hole rather sucks in, like, when the star gives it out, if it's got the same gravitational pull? I, I, you might as well have been talking Chinese, Martin. We ain't done with it. No. Oh, dear. I, are you sure the question is framed in scientifically accurate language? Well, well, yeah. Well, well no, all right, because uh, I'm not, that's all. I, I, I don't know, I mean, you lost me with probably the black hole, the implosion. I, I, I know it happens. I know that when a star implodes, it becomes a black hole, or at least I think. Well, I only the it. big ones do. But the what? other ones, they just, they just spread their matter. But if you, have a, if you have an interest in astronomy, as I presume you do... I can't find the answer to that. Oh, then it may not I'm exist. I'm guessing it's going to do with something being big, something being small, but I don't know. It, it may be one of the great mysteries of the universe. But that's no reason to suspect we won't be able to solve it. There you go. <laughs> if you build it. <laughs> What's that in China? Don't know. No. Russ is in Wimbledon. Russ, question or answer? Oh, James, got an answer for it. Good. I think, well, possibly an answer for the shell question. Yeah, go on. Um, I believe it's down to sound waves bouncing off of a surface, which causes vibrations in your ears and obviously makes you think you can hear the sea when it's just one noise confusing you, basically. I, I think you're right. I, I, and yet, why would that happen if you... Because it would happen if you hold anything to your ear, wouldn't it? Like a cup or a shell? Yeah, but... pretty much, yeah. It's just sound bouncing around and off all different places and tuning into your ear, and then you'll hear... Your hearing's just getting confused, basically. So the sound waves, nor- the sound waves would normally sort of fly past your ear or fly into it, but they'd be indistinguishable. When you cup your ear, when you hold something over it, they bounce off the surface of the shell back into you. Just get—it's like you're hearing um, white noise in a way. You're hearing disruption. Yeah. yeah what what are your qualifications? 
Uh, I play in a band and I play drums, so I'm used to loud noises ringing around my ears, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think that's probably a fair I mean, it's all about vibration sound, isn't it? Yes. I think you've done it, mate. If, if anyone rings in later with a really clever-sounding answer that flies in the face of yours, you'll have to give back the round of applause. Is that all right? Uh, I don't think I'll be uh, very happy about that. Later well, uh, well, all right, then. <laughs> OK, no. OK, when's your next gig? When's your next gig? Uh, well, we're actually doing a gig on the 28th of July for um, Help for Heroes. We're doing a big charity gig. Well, well, brilliant. Whereabouts? Uh, Gravesend in Kent. Nice one. What's the band called? As, lo- as long as it's uh, not a rude word or anything. No, it's uh, Unforeseen Prophecy. Unforeseen Prophecy. You're on. It's got... Lovely. Thank you very much. That's it. So now, now if you have to give back the round of applause, it won't hurt so much, will it? No, well, no, definitely not now. See, 28th of <laughs> July. I'll tell you what, while we're at yeah. it, on Sunday, 10th of June. Oops, sorry. Bro. Actually, Jones, give yourself a round of applause. That was for, that was for me being rude to you and uh, unfairly. When I'm rude to you fairly, frankly, you can whistle for it. Uh, it, and seeing as Russ just plugged his gig, I'll plug mine. I'm, I'm back at the Soho Theatre on Sunday, if you want to come along. Half past eight, we have uh, an astonishing lineup. It's a, a sort of current affairs and comedy panel show with um, myself, Robin Ince, Hal Cruttenden, and the G- Guardian journalist, Polly Toynbee, who is so far to the left, she makes me sound a bit like Genghis Khan. So that should be a particularly interesting encounter. We're also joined, somewhat um, amazingly, by a... Uh, well, it's going to sound a little bit ridiculous now that I've set it up in the context of a, um, uh, a comedy night, but we've been joined by a comedian who has been a political prisoner in Burma. Um, the sort of... Uh, well, uh, just follow me on Twitter, at Mr. James OB, to get more details on that. So it's, it's half past eight, Soho Theatre, this Sunday night, June the 10th. Simon's in Orpington. Simon, question or answer? I answer, James. Well, what were you doing then? Sorry, clicking my fingers, because oh. my kids wanted to hear me on the radio. Oh, OK. Because so, they're on a half term. And, and we're, we're, they're, I'm not getting any feedback. Are they in a different no, room? No, because I'm... No, yeah, they're three rooms away, don't worry. Uh, what are they called? Uh, Georgia and Oliver. Georgia, Oliver, your daddy is about to make a genius of himself live on the radio. Simon, question or answer? <laughs> answer, James. Carry on, Simon. Uh, sheep. Yes. They must be shorn every year, yes, what? for um, infection. Really? Yeah. We were, we were on holiday in Devon and we went to a big place called the Black Sheep where they did a shearing demonstration, and the guy explained that if you farm or keep sheep that have the wool that grows for kind of industrial purposes... Yes, exactly. ...you have a legal requirement to shear them every year. Oh, yeah, you have to do it by law. Yes. The black sheep, is that like the theme park built around everything yes. sheepish? Yes. I've been there. Where I, they I'm... have sheep racing with the monkeys yeah, on the back. That's and... right, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I've yeah. been there. Not re- they weren't real monkeys. No, they're not. No, just to clarify for no, the RSPCA no, no, people, no, they're, they're all getting, already getting their knickers in a twist about me calling foxes vermin. I've been there, but do you know what I've done in my mind? Yes. I've, I've, in my mind, I've filed it away as sheep world. <laughs> no, the black sheep. It's a big black sheep, isn't it? No, you're, you're absolutely right. But you, you, you yeah. must do things like that sometimes. Just somehow, because I went there, and I've obviously sort of named it sheep world. You're confusing in my, it with monkey world. I, well, or digger world. Digger World. Yeah, are you not yeah. familiar with Digger World? I am. Digger yeah. Land, I think D- it's actually. Oh, crikey, everyone's a blinking critic, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monkey World and Digger Land. There we go. And, and Black Sheep, not Sheep World. I mean, it is shit. It sheep. might as well be Sheep World or World of Sheep. <laughs> did, Georgia and, did Georgia and Oliver enjoy it, or would they rather have been at uh, uh, um, Alton Towers? No, they loved it. Good. And if it, oh, I wouldn't say anything different anyway. No, nor would they. And this is for, this is for Dad. Thanks. You can sound a bit more excited about it, Simon. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's better. There's children listening. It's 12.47. 
Jay Louise Knight is in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. Thank you, James. Well, the problems continue for the... LBC 97.3, London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien. Ten minutes to one. This is LBC 97.3. Mystery Hour continues. Um, have we got any questions left? We've done pretty well this week. What's the f- we'll find out, won't we? John's in Croydon. John, question or answer? Hello, James. Question. Go on, John. Where does all the water come from? When you cry, in the tears. Some people cry for an hour, don't they? Where does it all come from? Where's all the the tears? Where do all the tears come from? (laughs) I like that. I mean, we're the same place. I mean, it is just water coming out of the body, isn't it, with a bit of salt in it? So, well, what do you mean, where does it come from? I mean, if I said (laughs) the tear ducts, that wouldn't be an answer for you, would it? Well, why doesn't it come out your ears? That's a stupid (laughs) question, Did you you just give yourself a little sound effect, then? (laughs) <laughs> Why doesn't it come out of your ears? <laughs> I don't understand. I can't tell you why it doesn't come out of your ears any more than I can tell you why other things don't come out of your ears. It, it, right. it, the tears come from your tear ducts. Are you saying what are they made of? Where does it come from? But, so, yeah, but what if people cry for an hour or all day? So what you really want to know How is can you run out of tears? That's a good point, yeah. Is that what you're really asking? Well, not really, but oh. let her do. No. But, I mean, if I tell you where they come from, it doesn't answer the question of how come people can do it for so long, does it? Not does really, it? no. No? No. What? Well, no, unless... How big are teardrop ducks? That, That's uh, another question. God, you can, you're only allowed one question. I think the answer Sorry, might James. be... I think, I, I, I think the answer might be osmosis. Whatever that means. <laughs> they got a laugh in the background. Who is that? <laughs> Get them to ring in next time. They're a much more appreciative audience. Uh, I'll try and find out for you. Tears. Someone talk about tears. John's in Southend. Another John. Question or answer, John? Uh, it's an answer, James. Come, come on, then. Uh, right. It's about the black holes. It's called the big uh, sheep. John, it's called the big sheep, not the black sheep. The black hole. No, the big sheep. Uh, what big sheep? The blooming theme park in Devon, full of sheep. It's called the Big Sheep, not the Black Sheep. I thought it was called Sheep World. (laughs) He said it was called the Black Sheep. It's the Big Sheep. I think you need to be taking your pills. It's the pun. It's a pun (laughs) on the Raymond Chandler novel, which the Big Sleep, the Big Sheep, the Big Sleep. It's the Big Sheep. Thank you, Howard. John, question or answer? Uh, It's an answer. Yeah, go on. Right, it's the Black Holes. Black Holes? Uh, Black holes, holes. Yes, the reason why the black holes, why they suck in light as opposed to give it out when they've got the same mass yeah, yeah. as a star. I'm Basically, if, if you imagine the universe as a sheet, right. and when you put something on it, even though it weighs the same, like a beach ball might weigh the same as a marble, but a beach ball will sit on the sheet, a marble will push the sheet down. The further yeah. down it is, the more gravity it has. Got you. And that's why light is trapped even though it's got the same mass because it's in a smaller area. When it implodes, it takes up less space. So it's more mass per square centimetre or whatever. That is, that, is, uh, that, that is such a good answer because I actually understand it. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. <laughs> well, it just means it's Einstein, that's, how, that's Einstein's theory. Is it? Yeah. What are your qualifications? I have none. <laughs> I like you even more. Do you want to know something really funny? Sorry? Well, I'll tell you something really funny. 
Yeah, go on then. When you said then, well, I, I, I mean, that's just Einstein's theory. Jones the Engineer did a really sort of slow, sage-wise nod, as if, yeah, that is definitely Einstein's theory. It, yeah. it, it, it yeah. is, yeah, it's yeah. definitely Einstein's theory. Yeah. Go on then. I can't take credit for no, it. No, it's well, you Einstein. can. You can take credit for telling me. I can't give... I had, I had to give Einstein a round of applause. If I had to trace the answer back to its origin, I'd be giving him a hundred every week. Give it gone. Take oh. it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And it is the big sheep. My goodness me, there's quite a lot of people who've been... It's the big sheep. I knew I was getting confused. Sheep world. <sighs> Where are we going next? Rod, Wolf... No, uh, no, it's squeezing a question, because then we might be able... We might have time to get another answer. We've been victims of our own success this week. Ellie's in Blackheath. Ellie, question or answer? Question. Yeah, I kind of knew that, didn't I? After saying that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. did just say that. Yeah, but don't, don't spoil the magic. Go on, what's the question? I'm sorry, I'm really excited to be speaking to you. <laughs> I'm quite excited to be speaking to you. Oh, that makes me even more excited. <laughs> Go on. Um, my question is, yes. why do the weather forecast people give you the temperature that it's going to be in the shade and not in direct sunlight? Because apparently that's a well-known fact, but I didn't know that. It's a well-known fact that they do it in the shade. Yeah, and not in direct sunlight, and I just want to know why. Yeah, so do I now, actually. I, I, I could start framing an answer, but we're quite short of time, so I, I should probably keep the phone lines free. And Yeah, I will. Come on, quick. Why do weather forecasters give us the temperature from the shade rather than in direct sunlight? 08456060973. Ellie, did, you, do, I mean, did it live up to your expectations? Oh, all my yeah. and more. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's 12.55. Uh, Rod's in Walthamstow. Question or answer, Rod? Uh, good afternoon. Answer to the tears question. The tears question. Yeah, where where did the tears come from? Well, it sounds like quite a poetic inquiry now, Rod. But well, I sense well, your answer yeah. isn't going to be. Well, it's the opposite of osmosis. The opposite it's, of osmosis. Uh, active transport through the there's some glands called the lacrimal glands. Tear ducts. Which extracts water from the blood bloodstream. Really. After osmosis will go one way. Osmosis ends will. Uh, Oh, we're losing, we're losing the line. I can't hear what he's saying. Sorry, John. Uh, Rod, the, the line's gone south. Um, and, I, and I'd quite like to get that back up. Are we going to squeeze in another question? We probably can, actually. Mary in Enfield, question or answer, Mary? Hello, it's a question. Go on, Mary. I want to know why even really skinny women have bingo wings. I've been skinny, I've been fat, I've been toned. But I've always had bingo wings. Oh, just for the uninitiated, Mary, what are, what are bingo wings? It's the bit of skin, sort of under your armpit to yeah. your elbow, yeah. where when you give a little wave, the rest of your arm keeps going. Yeah, it's like perpetual motion. Yeah. Or those desk toys where you used to drop a ball bearing and it had clicked down and hit the other one and <laughs> one fly out the other side. Are you sure? I mean, if you'd always been skinny and toned... See, no, I haven't always been exactly. skinny and toned. Exactly. So, yeah. so you've got skin left over from when you weren't. Yeah, but even, like, really beautiful nah. athletes... Madonna doesn't have bingo wings. Well, she's not normal. No, well, blokes but... don't have bingo wings. <laughs> that would have been a better question. I'm sure skinny <laughs> girls ha don't have bingo wings. They do. If you watch, uh, what's her name, Cheryl Cole and that, when she weighs, she yeah. still wobbles. Does she? Mm. All a right. bit. Not as much as me, admittedly. But, <laughs> 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 but you're a better singer. So it swings and roundabouts, Mary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why, so, what you're asking is, after that bloke gave us the answer about black holes, gravity, <laughs> the, the universe is a sheet, you're asking why do skinny girls have bingo wings? And fat girls. But why well, is I it women? Why fat no, girls why is it women? Because they're fat. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I want to know is why is it women 
in yeah. particular. I understand women have to be more curvy for all sorts of yeah. reasons, yeah. but why do we have to have fat arms? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, do, I might come back to that next week if we don't, because John's in Epsom. John, question or answer? Nothing, James. Um, why is the temperature measured in shade? Yeah. Because Qu- if you leave something in the, in the sunlight, it gets hotter and hotter. It would keep like cooking, you, is what I was going to... It would. Yes. Qualifications? Just school. Mr. Oh, Nacar right, in physics. Then. Mr. who? Mr. Nacar in physics. Yeah, Mr. Nacar, this is for you, sir. Oh, and so, th- thank you, John. Great work, mate. I- I'm sorry to be so brief with you, but I'm still reeling from the why do skinny girls have bingo wings question. There you go. We- 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 Wayne's in... W- Wayne, no, Wayne, mate, we haven't got time anyway. You've been getting... Oh, go on, quickly, three seconds flat. Right, it's, it's a tricep muscle. There you Not go. That's done. it from me for another day. We'll do it again tomorrow from 10. I'm James O'Brien. This is LBC 97.3. Here is Julia Harley-Brewer. With her bingo wings. Thank <laughs> you very much, James O'Brien. Coming up after the one o'clock news, well, David Cameron is heading off to talks with Angela Merkel today. Yeah, that Eurozone crisis still rumbling on. He's trying to persuade the German Chancellor to agree to back Eurobonds or face the breakup of the Eurozone. Neither idea sounds particularly good. Lots of countries falling out of the Eurozone, defaulting on their debt, or effectively having Germany running the EU economy. Hold on a minute. Why would that be so bad for Europe? And indeed, why would Germany running the whole of the EU economy be bad for us? It would be great, wouldn't it?